This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple ways we can live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world while we're at it. Are you ready? Let's do it! Hello, and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I am Polly Campbell, and this is the show where we talk about practical ways to live well, do good, and be happy. And by practical, I mean even the things I can do, right? Because we got to get through these days. And the thing is, I want to elevate my experience. I want to enjoy the days that we have. And today, we've got a great S2 interview for you with Sue Patton Foley. And we're going to talk about strength, creating inner strength for outer success. We're going to talk about recognizing and accepting what is so we can live well with that. Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you, Polly. It's fun to be here. I loved your book, Strength, Meditations for Wisdom, Balance, and Power. I think it's about coming inside and recognizing who we are and what we have so we can use it to live in this life better. Sue Patton Foley is the author of numerous books, including The Courage to Be Yourself and The Woman's Book of Courage. She is a mother, stepmother, grandmother, former psychotherapist, and hospice chaplain. Sue, like I said, I, I love this book because it helped me remember that strength isn't an outside thing. We don't get it externally. We discover it from our inner persona. Is that how you would describe it? Well, I think it's naturally uh, within us. I, I do believe that uh, support augments strength. And one of the things we do need to learn is to uh, accept support. And uh, and I'm, I'm talking about good support. I'm not talking about uh, critical or uh, you should, 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 that kind mm -hmm. of support. But um, the support that invites us into our own wholeness. Oh. And mainly we get that from our women friends we really do we get it from whatever we consider to be our own spirituality but women I think are the they're the um, scaffolding that um, where we can build ourselves I love that I mean I can imagine I, I can envision that you know, I, I drape saying, myself over my friends. <laughs> Sometimes I'm that tired and need that much help. And they're there. Yes, 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 yes. In the early part of your book, you said this book came from a place of outrage. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to right now, that they're feeling right now. Tell me what you mean by that. What, what kind of outrage and what was going on when you created this book, Strength? The last election. My 
I really believe that the world only works well and stays right on its axis if there's a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And uh, the good, the positive masculine and feminine, because we both all, of course, have negative. But just watching the denigration of integrity that was going on and the, uh, the shadow masculine uh, competition and put down and not caring about the little folk, I was incendiary. So that's, that's where it came from. That was the impetus. And I didn't expect it. I've been retired three different times. And I just <laughs> ran, into, um, ran into my publisher uh, down at the New Age trade show. I hadn't even thought about him being there. I just went down with a friend. And he said, would you like to write another book soon? I went, oh, what would I write about, aging? And, and he said, no, just think about it. And by the time I got home, I had a real rough outline. Uh, just, Interesting. Yeah. It, it was, was percolating a, for you, maybe. Well, you know, you know, Polly, there are those books that won't let you alone unless you write them. Yeah. And this, the strength had that sort of um, intense impetus to it. Mm. I just needed, and you will identify with this, I think. I get kind of tearful just thinking, I just needed to feel like I was making some kind of difference. Mm -hmm. That I was able to, um, to, to balance, balance the universe a little bit more in a teeny weeny way. And they, they fought with me and my editor fought with me a little bit about using the word balance in, um, in the subtitle. But when he heard what I was talking about, and that is, that is the balancing of the positive aspects of both feminine and masculine energy, then he said, Oh yeah, well, yeah, of course. And that's what I think our, our world is dangerously out of balance. Well, I took a little issue with balance in the title too. So it's interesting. Well, tell me. Well, and, and it was after I read the book that I settled down. I'm like, all right, this is it. I, I get this. But I think particularly with regards to many women, I'm, I'm raising a child, a young child. I'm married. I'm working. I'm, you know, doing all these things. And we hear, well, you just got to be balanced. My life has never been balanced. Sometimes it's all about what my husband needs. Sometimes it's all about what my work needs. Sometimes it's about what I need. Sometimes about the kid. But it's never all that at one time. So. Ultimately, I think the scales adjust, but that term balance, um, I think, has been misused. And I think the way you talk about it, which is this balance of our, our energies, the yin-yang, this masculine-feminine, so that we can actually live a realized life that's, that's full of not only our purpose and positive contribution, but full of kindness and compassion and intelligence, that resonated with me. That, that felt a lot better to me. Yeah. Oh, I can see. Oh, that's interesting because I, I, of course, knew my own perspective about it. So, huh. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that w women are, oh, and you call your daughter Sweet Pea. I, yeah, and right. I call, I call a few of my chosen and gleaned. I have stepdaughters and chosen daughters and um, a lot of them are Sweet Peas. So I thought uh, that was cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we are wonderful, being able to hold, I'm, I'm seeing in my mind, uh, juggler women the feminine okay 
you know, okay. if we're going to go into more of the energetic of it, the feminine itself is absolutely able to hold paradox and to balance crisis and to do all those. I mean, we literally can do it all. Now, sometimes we wear ourselves out completely. But one of the things that I've seen, even though women are able, they don't, they don't give themselves credit for the amount of strength that they actually mm, have. Right. And so they don't bring forward the uh, balance of energy and insist on it that our world needs. Now, this is changing. You know, we, we are watching our Congress, if in fact it's healable, who knows. But we're mm -hmm. getting a better, a better balance in terms of those who are masculine and feminine. And maybe even we're getting a little bit better balance, not counting, of course, the higher, higher ups, but, but in, the, in the still powerful echelon, I believe there is awareness of needing to bring in those kinder, gentler, softer, more complementary and uh, cooperative energies. Because right now, um, we're pretty much in the, in the garbage heap. Yeah. It, when you talk about masculine and feminine energies, I mean, this is for men, this is for women. We all have this energy and these balances, right? Well, you're, you're, you've used the perfect symbol, and that's the yin-yang symbol. It's up there. We, we do. We, it, and look at that. That symbol creates a, a round, a circle, a never-ending mm -hmm. something or other that you can roll along easily. You get one of those out of balance, and we're way out of balance now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's going to be a rough roll and we're, we're in a rough roll, Polly. Yeah, we're in a rough roll. That's for sure. And here's something I put on my list of questions that I wanted to address with you because this is where I stumble over myself, right? This is the, the personal angle here. You write about integrating the heart and head. I stumble over one or the other all the time. I, I feel things so deeply. I get caught up in that. And I don't seem, think that's a liability. I think emotions are uh, human and, and a great source of information and so forth. Or I'm overthinking it. How can we stop the role and, and pull our heart, use all that we have, the heart and the head, to integrate these things and, and live a more integrated life so we can be part of the positive change? I don't know is the short answer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what helps me um, is to really honor both the head and the heart. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a highly sensitive person, which I imagine you are too. Just the knowledge of that, just the knowledge that that's a, that's a way brains are wired, not because a lot of times those of us who are sensitive are labeled um, too emotional and um, making mountains out of molehills and right. uh, that kind of thing, and or too compulsive if we really get into thinking mode. So finding out that you know brains are wired differently. There are about twenty five percent of us that are um, highly sensitive, and what all that means is that we we feel and can be oversensitized. Uh, easily like sounds and uh, feelings mm -hmm. and all the rest of that stuff when we know that and and a lot of us I mean the other 75% also have trouble 
doing the head and the heart thing. But it's more, almost everything I think is starts with awareness, Polly. And so when we're aware, when you become aware that you're overthinking something, what do you notice? Uh, the repeating thought and my strep, my anxiety going up, kind of restlessness, jittery. Um, it's physical, uh -huh. physical yes. responses. Yes. I get yes. hot. My head gets hot. Okay. My heart beats okay. fast. Right. Right. Okay. So when, when you feel like you're kind of stuck in an emotional um, loop, what is it that you sense then? Uh, sadness or weight. I feel heavy. I mm -hmm. feel that's interesting. Like I'm, I, I say this a lot, like I'm underwater, like I'm just yes. kind of tr like slogging through the mud or the water. Yes. Okay. Well, one of the things I think that, well, the first thing we have to do is just know that, be, become aware of it and then, and then allow it. You know, say, oh, okay, With, without, we, we are so fast to say, oh my gosh, I shouldn't do this. This is just awful. Here I go again. And then we're just caught again. Yeah. So my, if you've read my book, you know that my major word is gentle. Yeah. And I certainly, I came, a zillion years ago, I came up with the motto, live gently with yourself and others, of course, because I needed that. So, so the first thing when you find yourself out of balance and and caught in on a gerbil wheel of either thinking or feeling or heart or mind if you want if you must um, then that's that's a major step because then you can make choices when we're caught in it when it's become a um, habit or a, a, a knee-jerk response then then we we don't extricate ourselves, but with awareness, gentle awareness, um, and then uh, and embracing ourselves, oh golly, here I am, I'm caught in that again. Okay, let me just breathe. And mindfulness is a mindfulness or um, just self-love, self-compassion is a wonderful um, way to exit the gerbil wheel. It just is, without thinking, Oh, no, okay, now, now I see that. Now I got to do it differently. Uh-uh, uh-uh, just, just notice for a while. And then you'll begin to see, I think, um, or I at least do, um, what triggers me. Hmm. And, um, and, I can, and I can make a better choice. About three years ago, I am highly, highly sensitive to uh, sound. And it is my nemesis. And my home is my sanctuary. And we had an open space behind our home, uh, which three years ago they began construction in. And it turned out that the construction behind our particular home was a regional um, distribution center for pod, a pod warehouse, those, those right. pods with the red pod written on it, which I have made a different acronym from that than they have. But, <laughs> and I, I found myself the first and I can still do it. I still did it last week, actually. Just standing at my window, screaming, using a finger that, you know, we probably isn't a nice, nice girl <laughs> finger, and saying, shut this room up. And I was just, I drove myself crazy. They drove me crazy. I, I, I'm going to give them credit. But, and they're still doing it. It's like 
they're never going to end this construction site. And they have these machines that go beep, beep, beep all the time. And mm -hmm. they start earlier than is lawful and go later than is lawful. I mean, there's all sorts of things. But so what I've had to do with that, because it really has been a um, huge challenge, is to, to breathe and say, okay, what is loving to me right now? They don't give a toot that I'm screaming at them. They don't hear that. It doesn't make any difference to them. How can I take care of myself right now? And um, it's been it's been a terrible challenge because you know I I work at home, I, and now I'm stuck at home like we all are, and. Um, so sometimes I take myself out to walk around some ponds and mm. sometimes I, I, I bought, you know, Bose head set that I wear and um, I have earplugs that I wear a lot. Uh, it's, it isn't a fair thing that's going on. Of course, it's a, it's one of the least life-threatening unfair things that are going on these mm -hmm. days. But for me, it's excruciating. And so the, what I've, what I continue to need to do daily, really, Polly, is find some way to give myself solace and to not beat myself up about noise mm. bothering me so much. You know, I, I think um, what you just, just described is, is really how I define strength for myself. Is There's it? so much in this world that we cannot change there's so much that will influence or impact us but we can always choose our response that doesn't mean it's easy or without pain or that we love it but it means that we are never without a choice in the matter and sometimes it means i have to close down and get quiet with myself so that i can remember to do those things that make me feel better or and and that's why i think you have, and I want to get into it now, you have a section in the book where you talk about honoring where you are, and, and you call it your hug approach, and what you were just talking about makes me think of that. I think that that's really useful. Sometimes the very best, most important thing we can do, the most important response is to step back and take care of us and honor ourselves and do what we need in that moment to be strong. Can you talk about hug and what that means to you? Oh, yeah, sure. I love to do that. The reality of it is we have to take care of ourselves or we really are curtailing our value and our ability and our strength and our joy. Because so many of us have gotten in the habit of like giving even when our like our chalice is empty and and giving from overflow is is something that works for everybody a whole much bunch better. So that brings me in a hug. And it's, it's a threefold thing. I'm big into hugging. That's one of the hardest things for me about right. quarantine. Oh, my oh. God. Not being able to hug is just, that's just heart shredding. The acronym is H-U-G, of course. And the H stands for um, honor, honor where you are instead of judging. And my, my sound stuff is, um, is a good example there. I just, my husband is profoundly deaf. He does wear hearing aids. So, so that's good, but he's, he's, it's, he still doesn't have the hearing. I have the hearing of a fox or a dolphin put together. I hear everything. Um, so to honor where I am, that is, that is just who I am. Um, 
to first, before criticizing myself, to just honor that and say, yeah, this is hard for you, Sue. This, this is really tough for you. And then the U uh, stands for, for me, utilize support um, and good support. Um, and, and sometimes there's not good support. Sometimes people say, well, maybe you could try this, 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 or this, or maybe have you done this, 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 or this, or why don't you, you should. Well, no, that, that, that often just makes you feel bad about yourself or badly about yourself. So um, good support I'm talking about is a dear friend of mine who said, you know, I, I understand because I can hear that same way. And here's what I do. And what she did wasn't kind of possible here, but it still gave me that sense that I was understood. Mm -hmm. And that's probably maybe the best support we can, we can have. And then G uh, is just gently, treat yourself gently, figure things out gently. Um, so many of us have a, a bullwhip that we just crack mm -hmm. over our own heads. It just always and um what that does is that just pokes holes in our psyche and all of our energy can drain out and what for me this living gently and and honoring where we are it it creates it's like plaster on our psyches it 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 fills in the the holes and the cracks and the wounds and the stab marks and and all of that stuff that we all have. I mean, we, we don't, any of us come out of this life unscathed. Um, we just don't. I, and so I, the very best way we can do is to patch our holes. <laughs> and we're really the only people who can do that because we're really the only people who know where our holes are and what triggers them. Sue, this brings mm -hmm. us to the Simply Start segment of the show, and, and hug is a good way to start, but I, I like to give our listeners and myself um, a practical way to jump into this thinking today, to practice this today. Do you have any suggestions for us? I do. Um, when you are either beginning to make a decision or anything you're doing or going to say, I would just pass by, is this kind I, I really do believe that kindness is one of the elixirs that will save us. I do and, too. Yeah, and we start with ourselves, Polly. So is this kind? Is this kind to me? Is this kind to whomever's going to hear this or be affected by this? Is this kind? It's just three words. It's easy to remember. Um, and it's incredibly powerful. All right. Simply start today. That's a great place to start every day, always, right? Is yes. this kind? Is this kind to myself? Is this kind to my partner? Is this kind to the world, to the globe, to the environment, to your pet, to your kids, right? right. I, do, I do think that, uh, you know, this, this kindness and calmness and peace and change starts at home and it extends to our neighborhoods and our schools and our communities and our world. Let's start now. Is this kind? 
And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment today of things that I just like, things that make my life better. And if you haven't figured out, you guys, today it's Sue's book, Strength, Meditations for Wisdom, Balance, and Power. Now listen, you can pick this up and read a page and you will feel more connected. You will be thinking about it all day, or you can read the whole book at a sitting, whatever it is, you will find a moment of gentleness, of wisdom, of grace, that not only does she share with you her stories and her experiences, but she helps you find that wisdom and grace within yourself. So that's a gift. Pick it up. It's Simply Nifty Strengths, Meditations for Wisdom, Balance, and Power. I love the book. Go get it. Feel better if you read it. And you can find Sue at Sue Patton Foley. www.suepatton.com. Okay, go check her out. And you'll find the books there and information. And you can find her on Instagram at livegently7. Sue, thanks for being here today. Um, anything you want to kick us off with or, or gently, kindly usher us out with today that we should think about as we go through? Yeah, I, I think I do. Um, in utilize support, we find support in different, in different ways, um, like reading and like hmm. writing and anything that supports you. Maybe roller skating supports you. Ah. Of course, you have to do it in the cul-de-sac now, but, but you'll be <laughs> able to do it some other time. So, so just find what supports you, what makes your heart giggle. And uh, great. Find what makes your heart giggle. We can do this. We can manage this stuff. We've so, done this for eons. We have done this for eons. We are, we are good at this. We are good at this. I love that. Thanks for listening. You can find me at PL Campbell on Twitter or uh, be part of the community on Facebook at Polly Campbell Author. And let us know how you're going kindly into the world and where you find the source of your strength and your inner wisdom and let it play out for all of us. Thanks for listening today. Remember, find what makes your heart giggle and you will live well, do good and be happy. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.